scientists, who we should all appreciate more than we do, look at resistance and infection from many perspectives, and there are a lot of possibilities. Hundreds of genes might actually be able to affect susceptibility to the coronavirus. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. And I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. Join us. Julie, how excited do you think our listeners are to hear more about COVID-19? COVID-19? Um, not at all. <laughs> Why did we decide to talk about it again? Because it's still around still making some people very sick and even still killing people. Oh yeah, we can't just pretend it's over. But there are also people who never get it. That's true, Cindy, even when it's obvious that they've been exposed. We all know about COVID-19. What we might not know is that it's caused by a coronavirus called SARS-CoV-2 that was discovered in 2019. This is important, hear us out. Please. The majority of Americans have had COVID at least once by now. Some have been infected more than once, even multiple times. And so we wonder, why have some people still never been infected? How have they avoided it for so long? Is it more than just being careful? Can there be such a thing as a super dodger, someone who has a different genetic makeup that makes them immune to COVID? Wow, that sounds so amazing, but... You know, could it be real? Is it like a superpower? Well, the thing that makes sense, the most sense to us lay people, is that avoiding COVID has to do with our personal behavior and level of care we take to follow health guidelines. As the PA Department of Health suggests, mask, vax, test, let's put COVID to rest. That sounds like something people should be chanting. But does that really explain why some people have never gotten COVID? Right. So while working on HIV research in the 90s, scientists found groups of people who seemed completely resistant to HIV, people who were exposed multiple times but were never infected. That's true, Cindy. They raced to figure out if these people were just lucky or if they had a possible genetic mutation that protected them from infection. There actually had been rare findings like this in the past in which a specific mutation in genes makes people sometimes completely resistant to a virus. It sounds crazy. Yeah. But one example of this is a specific stomach bug called the norovirus. The norovirus makes you feel really sick with vomiting and diarrhea, but one mutation in some people's genes prevents them from making a certain molecule that the norovirus needs in order for it to enter and infect a cell. It just doesn't penetrate the cells of people with this certain genetic mutation, so they never get the norovirus. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah. And this, it is. And this is what scientists hope for with HIV because there are true cases of super dodgers. Eventually, they did find a specific molecule that HIV needs 
on the surface of a cell in order to enter it. Without that particular molecule, the virus stays on the surface of the cell and cannot penetrate it. It cannot get in to infect the cell, no matter how much HIV exposure it gets. And this amazing finding led the way to help prevent HIV. It also showed scientists that one mutation in a person's genes could make them resistant to a particular infection. Right. Before the molecule was found, HIV researchers had also found a genetic mutation that does not prevent the virus from actually infecting cells, but does fight it off so quickly that people with this mutation end up not having any symptoms that show. It's so interesting. There are a few cases of this kind of resistance as well. For example, there's a species of malaria that some people get infected with but they're considered super dodgers because even after infection, they don't show any symptoms. So for the past several years, scientists have been trying to find a super dodger mutation for the novel coronavirus COVID-19. Just like with HIV, some people have been exposed to COVID multiple times, but never have symptoms and never test positive. For example, all the healthcare workers who are exposed daily and still test negative, or people living in the same house with someone who's sick with COVID, but they never get symptoms and they never test positive. So when COVID started spreading, researchers once again went looking for gene mutations that could influence the ability of SARS-CoV-2 to enter and infect cells. They started studying people who test positive, but don't show any symptoms. And what they found so far is that for COVID, it's different than for people resistant to HIV because COVID infects cells in a different way than HIV does. Right. Instead of using a molecule to get into a cell, SARS-CoV-2 uses a special receptor that all of us have and can't live without because it regulates blood pressure. So you can't just get rid of it to keep COVID away, unfortunately. There doesn't seem to be a genetic mutation that can work in a straightforward way, like the mutation found to ward off AIDS. But they did identify a mutation that possibly helps clear COVID so fast that the body doesn't have a chance to develop symptoms. Some research has shown that T cells, a type of white blood cell that recognizes and fights infection, might be able to recognize SARS-CoV-2 based on past exposure to other coronaviruses. Right, Julie. Anybody who's ever had a cold has been exposed to some type of coronavirus, which means we've all been exposed at some point, multiple times, and we all make antibodies and T-cells that fight the colds. With a specific mutation that comes from being previously infected, with a different coronavirus, some T cells seem able to recognize SARS-CoV-2 as a coronavirus, and then they can fight it off with an immune response that prevents the symptoms from developing. So when a person who's been infected with a common cold coronavirus is later exposed to SARS-CoV-2, they might not get as sick. And for some, it's possible that their T cells clear the virus so fast and effectively, they never test positive for COVID. Which, you know, Cindy, that does sound like a superpower. 
But researchers aren't yet sure if this is actually what's happening. But at the very least, T cells from past COVID infections do seem to offer some protection from the symptoms. Some scientists also still believe there might be subtle mutations that help some people resist COVID. So researchers are also looking at other things that might predict whether or not someone gets sick with COVID, possibly even ways that conditions like allergies or asthma can impact someone's likelihood of developing symptoms or not. Yeah, for example, they originally thought allergies and asthma would make a person more susceptible. They thought that these were potential risk factors for the virus. But now they're finding this actually might not be true. Right. Recent research suggests that inflammation from conditions like allergies or asthma might actually be protective. For example, in one study, having a food allergy significantly lowered the risk of getting COVID. How weird is that? Asthma didn't have the same lowering impact, but it also did not actually increase the risk of getting COVID. Which is counterintuitive. Yeah. Looking at these factors... They consider that maybe some people are COVID mini-dodgers if their immune system has some other factor that can help resist infection in any way. Some continue to look for more mini-dodger genes, while others are still trying to find those super-dodger genes. Right. All in all, those scientists, who we should all appreciate more than we do, look at resistance and infection from many perspectives, and there are a lot of possibilities. Hundreds of genes might actually be able to affect susceptibility to the coronavirus. Maybe all of the research in this area will eventually lead to better prevention or a more effective vaccine. Right, hopefully. Of course, another issue with all of this is that each subvariant or mutation of COVID is generally stronger, better at resisting our defenses, even those defenses that we get from the vaccines. And of course, this increases the odds of being infected, even for people who have so far been able to resist it for whatever reason. Right. There remain many science and infectious disease professionals who believe that while not all of us will eventually be infected, it doesn't mean there's any special genetic variation that creates resistant super dodgers. For now, the bottom line is to follow health guidelines, keep your distance in large crowds, mask when it's appropriate, test when necessary, and keep up with your vaccines. For more information about super dodgers, which is a really interesting topic, take a look at npr.org. So you haven't caught COVID yet, does that mean you're a super dodger? Or listen to this interview on NPR. Again, npr.org, what science has to say about so-called COVID super dodgers. Meanwhile, mask, vax, test. Let's put COVID to rest. Thanks for listening. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at shrinksonthird. Till next time. Take care.